Hi, my name is Andrew Rawls. I'm the owner of the Crafters Library, and my pronouns are he, him. Hello, everyone. My name is Miss Angel, and I am the drag queen that performs at Storytime at the Crafters Library, and my pronouns are she, her. In a few words, how would each of you describe what drag queen storytime is for those who may be unfamiliar? So drag queen storytime is an hour full of fun, activities, kindness, reading, um, imagination, pretend. It shines a light on the LGBTQ community, especially for the youth, which sometimes don't have someone to look to, up to, especially if they are queer. And it's just for everyone. It's a time to bring everyone together to promote kindness and joy. Absolutely. Uh, for me, Storytime with Miss Angel is an hour of inclusivity, of positivity, of affirming people exactly where they are and for who they are. Uh, and watching Miss Angel work with his children and the parents is probably one of the highlights of my month here at the Crafters Library. She does an amazing job. It's completely family friendly and inclusive to anyone who wants to come and keep uh, this a fun, safe, inclusive space. Considering your current involvement with Drag Queen Storytime, what is your history with drag or the LGBTQ plus community? So I've been doing drag for about four and a half years now. And within the LGBTQ community, I've hosted a lot of benefits. We've worked really close with the Pacific Pride Foundation. We're working with Color Block, and we do a lot of fundraising for different organizations here in Santa Barbara. And it goes down to Ventura. We've worked with UCSB a couple of times uh, with Santa Barbara Dance Arts, with youth. We do a mentorship programs. So it's a lot of things that I do in the community as a drag queen, including story time. For me, I am a proudly out gay man, uh, queer business owner. Uh, the Crafters Library is my store located in downtown Santa Barbara. Um, I am proud and happy to host uh, Drag Queen Storytime, Storytime with Miss Angel. Um, it, for me, it's very important to provide a fun, safe space that is a non-food and drink related area. Uh, in Santa Barbara, we have amazing restaurants and, and wineries and, and, and uh, tap rooms and places like that, but there's not a lot of places for queer people to congregate that is not food and drink related, which is why I, one of the reasons why I created the Crafters Library uh, is to allow people of all types to congregate here um, and have fun doing something that is non, not food and drink related. Um, I also started a queer business roundtable for LGBT business leaders to come together once a month um, and talk about things going on in their stores and uh, issues facing the community, uh, which was actually precipitated precipitated by someone giving me some flack for hosting Storytime with Miss Angel back in October. That was the impetus for the Queer Business Roundtable that I started. Um, and I just want to make sure that we have a place to, to come together as queer business folk uh, in Santa Barbara that uh, so we all can get to know one another, form community, and strengthen the incredible queer community that exists in this relatively small town. How long have you been doing Drag Queen Storytime, and how did each of you decide to introduce it to the Crafters Library? Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe we've been doing Drag Queen Storytime at the library for about, what would you say, a year and a half or maybe a year? I'd have to go back and check, but I'm fairly certain our first Storytime was, uh, was at the end of 2021, and it sort of came out organically. Um, I met Angel uh, when I was first opening up the store, and she was the one that came up to me and said, hey... I'm an educator, I'm a kindergarten teacher, I would love to do this, would you be willing to host it at your space? And without even thinking, I said yes. 
um, given her educational background, her um, professional vocational background, it was a no brainer for us to be able to provide a space for her to do what she does best, which is inspire and uh, inform and educate and affirm uh, children and their identities and exactly to be who they are. You were recently in the news after a group held a protest against your event. Have you ever faced opposition like this before? Personally in Santa Barbara, I have not received any uh, pushback like this before, but I have been saying I'm not surprised that there's pushback. It was more of a time of when it's going to happen. But for the most part, over the past four and a half years, I haven't received any pushback for anything that I do in drag or in the queer community. As a business owner, the first time that I received any type of negative uh, comments or criticism for hosting Storytime with Miss Angel was when someone called my personal cell phone uh, at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning in October and started calling me things that I don't want to repeat. Um, that was the first time in my entire life that I've ever faced any type of discrimination or prejudice for being part of the LGBT community, which I recognize uh, allows me a, a significant amount of privilege um, because I know there are people that face discrimination on a daily basis. But for me, that was the first time um, in October was that one phone call. And then um, the protest that was endorsed by the county GOP was very disheartening that we were targeted um, for that. And again, had never had anything like that happen or come close to that. From your understanding, who was this particular group and why do you think you were targeted by these protesters? I am not sure exactly who the individuals were. All I know is that uh, the Thursday before our most recent story time, the Santa Barbara County GOP, which is the Santa Barbara County Republican Party, sent out a newsletter um, informing and encouraging their members to come and protest story time with Miss Angel. Um, it was a newsletter uh, that went out to anyone on their listserv, um, the individual people who were coordinating the protest, I'm not familiar with. I, I'm not sure if they've ever even been into my store before. And I was very discouraged because instead of reaching out to me and having a conversation like mature adults, they decided they would make their own assumptions about what it is that we were doing and didn't want to dialogue with either myself or Miss Angel before the event happened. Instead, they just decided they would come out there with their erroneous assumptions and make statements that were blatantly false. I, I don't I don't think they were malicious. I don't think they were I don't I don't think that they're bad people. I just think they're ignorant on the issues which they were protesting and really wish that they would educate themselves. And my door is always open for conversations with them if they want to know truly what it is and why we do story time. Since that initial protest, has there been any sort of opposition or any events like that that has happened since? Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, following the protest on Monday, uh, so story time was on Saturday. The following Monday, I was called and harassed at my store by one of the protesters. who was actually the same protester who thought she could bring her protest sign into my store after the protest was over. Um, and she repeated the same unkind things that she had said to me uh, in October because it was the same woman that reached out to me then. Um, and what I did is I, I told her very in, uh, in, in no short terms that I was not going to continue the conversation over the phone, but I invited her to come to my store and have a conversation with me in person. But the invitation is open to any and everyone who would like to come and see what it is. Our next story time is going to be on Saturday, March 4th at 2 p.m. Um, it's a free event. It's a pay what you like event and is open to anyone and everyone who would like to come and um, just sort of let the rest of the world fall off their backs and just enjoy 
the innocence of childhood and the creativity that comes with crafting for that hour. And speaking on the story time on March 4th coming up, I'm super excited because I found the cutest book ever. It's called Avocado Asks. And it's about an avocado that doesn't know if they're a fruit or a vegetable and they make friends through the supermarket. And it's just embracing who you are and breaking down the stereotypes and boxes that we put ourselves in. And I'm really excited to share it. Do you anticipate any future protests and what do you think is the best way to approach them? So after reading articles that came out in the media, it has been stated that the um, protesters are planning to come back. Um, I haven't really heard anything else besides what was posted in the Independent. So I'm just assuming that people will be back and I'm just going to show up and do what I do best and still create a safe, magical place for the kids. As our interview comes to a close, is there anything else either of you would like to add, maybe about yourselves or ways to support your cause? Um, For me, I would just like to say to those that are protesting, I really, really, really wish that you would just come in peacefully, one, <laughs> and listen to my story time. And maybe you might learn something. Maybe you like, might learn something about someone else. I mean, you might learn something about yourself. You might go home feeling just a little bit better. And the thing that I've been saying recently that's really stuck to me from one of my colleagues that she said was, Kindness is your strongest power, and I really wish that everyone can tap into that. For me, I would like to send a message of thanks to everyone who showed support and love for me, my store, for Miss Angel, for Storytime. It meant the world to me uh, to have that support. It, and it's, it's, it was easy for me to sort of fixate on the 15 people who were protesting, and I, I, I didn't really fixate on the 50 people that came out in support. Um, so from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank everyone that showed support. And I want to ask anyone who would like to call themselves an ally to the LGBT community, seek out queer businesses, seek out story times, seek out queer spaces and support them, whether it's just with a letter of encouragement, word of, of thanks, or with your money, um, money talks. And in order for us to be able to provide these spaces, we need to be able to pay our rent. Um, so support queer businesses um, so we can continue making space for everyone to be exactly who they are. And I would like to add on to that comment as well. I also would like to thank all of the supporters that came out. Like I said, I'm just still in awe. I did not expect it at all. And it was such a beautiful thing. And the moment when I walked outside um, in front of the protesters and also in front of everyone that was in support, I was overwhelmed with emotion. I didn't really have much to say because it was just a lot for me, but a lot in a good way, I want to add. And it just filled my heart. And I do want to give a really, really big, giant thank you to all of those people that supported, that showed up, that shared anything on social media, even if they couldn't make it. And it was just a beautiful time for me. Where can our viewers find the Crafters Library, such as social media handles or website? 
The Crafters Library is located at 9 East Figueroa in La Arcada Plaza, downtown Santa Barbara. You can follow us on social media. Our Instagram handle is the Crafters Library with underscores between the words. In fact, if you want to come to Storytime but won't be able to make it into our shop for Storytime, we live stream it on our Instagram. So that's the best way that viewers can see truly what amazing things Miss Angel does at Storytime. Uh, you also can visit our website at www.thecrafterslibrary.com uh, and you can register for all of our upcoming classes uh, and story time as well. Just like Andrew said, a lot of the information for story time is on social media for the Crafters Library. But I also want to say that if you want to know more about story time and more about exactly what I do and my background and my education, I have it all on my website at angeldmon.com. And on there as well, I have a lot of book recommendations I have a lot of books on kindness and empathy. I have a lot of books on multiculturalism. I have a lot of books on the LGBTQ community and everything is hyperlinked on where you can purchase them locally or online. So I would definitely check that out if you're looking for some books for your kids or for your classrooms.